Eternals. Yes, just Eternals. It's the 26th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the first to be directed by an Oscar-winning director. Mm. But will this one be eternally remembered or is it a deviant to Marvel's great plan? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. on the fans time movie review podcast and today we are talking about eternals it's a film and it's out <laughs> i can confidently tell you it's certainly a, uh, something that's been committed to real oh boy uh we were well i was worried about this one i'm not gonna lie he to you was so i've worried. been very vocal about how worried i was about this movie and it wasn't that i wasn't worried but i saw this as like the great car crash in the sky type of thing and yeah. like it's go- it's gonna flame out real good if it's bad, <laughs> but there's a chance it could work. Well, this is it. Marvel have proven us wrong with other stuff in the past. I mean, nobody thought the Guardians would work. I was not one of those people. You knew they were gonna work. But, we all know. <laughs> but you know, Guardians was a risk. Ant Man was a risk. Yeah. Doctor Strange kind of was a risk. It's all a risk. Yeah. Avengers is a risk in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But yeah, this one, however, was a different kind of risk because mm. it's a different kind of movie. They don't bring in. Uh, not only an Oscar-winning director, but an Oscar-winning director of Chloe Zhao's background mm. of incredibly introspective, character-driven, but ultimately fucking boring film. <laughs> I think this is only her third feature length as well. Third or fourth. How do you do that? I, I don't... Right. Who it, cuts these deals? Like, do we just have... Like, do we need to get, like, an agent who can do this for us? <laughs> yeah. Like, because I remember when they had, like, the guy who did... Um, he made, like, the fucking... Um, oh, you know, it's very relevant to this movie. Uh, the One Direction film. And then, like... Oh, and then he got, got like... Kong's yeah. Skull Island. Like, <laughs> John invoked Robert, that's I, it. I, yeah. I, I need that he's, a, he's apparently getting given the keys to fucking Metal Gear Solid. And it's like, how do you do this? How, like, actually, how do you fucking do it's this? It's like going Hyundai advert, Justin Bieber concert, Dune. It's yeah, like, it doesn't really. make any fucking sense. <laughs> oh god do we just need to go and make like a really crappy band video for someone around here and like show it to Kevin Feige and you're like oh fuck me yeah <laughs> here you go we got the guys to do fucking Captain Britain <laughs> here you go do Nova alright <laughs> yeah just send them this as the CV just this entire podcast you are, I mean, if you are you, listening Kevin I'll do it you were on the job advert that's yeah. something yeah, you, you know. know what I mean I've been the Express and Star once was that the name of the fucking show I can't remember you were on the fucking I know. <laughs> It was a dark chapter. Can you tell me not enough rush to talk about this movie? Um, yeah, certainly not. So, <laughs> I... Now, we did see it together. We did. A rare occurrence. No, but unfortunately, you could not contain your opinion. No. Or at least you gave me the, the, the elevator pitch of what your opinion was going to be. And here it is. You can't keep getting away with it! So, Michael wasn't a fan. <laughs> oh, boy. We've been talking for what seems like years about when's Marvel actually going to make the bad movie. Right. Here it is! You Okay, alright, let's... We're going to unpack that, obviously, over the course of this episode, Ooh, but that's a... Boy. That's a shout for me, because I, I came out of it... It is a movie, admittedly, the more I've thought about it, or at least the more I've seen, like, critical think pieces on it, I have liked less... Mm. But I didn't come out of it like how I came out of Captain Marvel, which I think is objectively the worst Marvel film. Iron Man 3? Iron Man 3 is shite. Mm. I'd say that, Iron Man 3, and um, the little baby, baby, boo, uh, Dark Dark World, World, obviously, are are in the conversation. Mm. I would put this at least a peg above that because I don't think there's anything actively bad in this movie. Okay. I just don't think there's an abundance of good and again the more you kind of sit on it and see it as an opportunity missed as opposed to anything else Mm. the more it kind of sours a little bit okay 
Uh, it's the worst superhero movie of the year. <laughs> Whoa, okay. No. No, 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 no. You cannot look me in the fucking eye and tell me. Okay, objectively speaking, yeah. take away the cinema watching experience that happened with it. Okay. You can't tell me you think this is worse than Venom Let There Be Carnage. You can't do that, Michael. Right you now. Can't. Right now. We watched a four-hour Justice League this year, Mike. Yeah. You can't tell okay, me. Okay, you can't tell me that it's objectively better than the four-hour Justice League, because at least that fixed something that was fucking broken. It didn't break something that was working fine. <laughs> and Venom never oh. worked. So, you know... I've got it. I've got it below Venom right now. I've got it below Venom. Christ. We had a fucking good time watching Venom. We did have a good time watching it's, Venom. It's an unspeakable piece of shit. It's horrendous. <laughs> it's objectively the worst made movie this year. However, but I disliked this more. <laughs> okay, so do you, want to, do you want to start big and go small or start small and go big? Do you want to talk about the overall thing or start with characters? Well, well, we, a, go on, sorry. Well, so we could do exactly that. We could start big and go small because that's what the film does. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. The thing I appreciated the most, the number one bullet point I have in the pros column, is that I appreciate the scale mm. more than anything, especially after we've had one or two kind of smaller scale Marvel movies. To have something that is not only, like, literally taking on a very big fucking thing, but also, like, figuratively it's taking on a big, like, story. Mm. Gravitas, you know, far-reaching. Yeah. Gods playing at men. It's basically Marvel's DC film was the best, like, snippet I fucking heard of it. It's like, what if they tried to do Justice League? I mean, that is what The Eternals is. It's just... Kirby couldn't do the new gods, so he went to DC, did the new gods, yeah. came back to Marvel after DC refused to pay him, and did the new gods again. Right. Fair That's enough. basically what it fucking is. It is. So, I, I I appreciate that kind of cosmic scale, because even when we've done it before, it's only ever really come up in either the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, where it's largely played for yucks, mm. and although there is big scale, it's not really thinking much more past the comedy type of thing. Mm. And kind of in Infinity War Endgame when it was concerning, you know, what Thanos was doing. But that was more spectacle. This is more, like, philosophical in nature of what they're doing. Mm. Um, so I, I really appreciate that because the basic borderline bits... Because, I mean, this is the most obscure thing they've turned into a film. Yeah, no but question. Guardians was, but at least it was recent. Mm. I don't think there's any, been any Eternal stuff for about 20 years. The Neil Gaiman... Tw- 2006 run? Is that the last thing they did? I'm assuming there's going to be a push for them in the comics yeah. now. Which, although you said 2006, is 15 years ago. We're old. Yeah. So. Yeah, we are. 2006, it was just a moment ago. The Sugar Babes were king. It was, <laughs> it's a weird time. So, the, the, the basic elevator pitch is that these Eternals are eternal beings. They cannot die. They cannot age. And they get like a random hodgepodge of powers. I mean, the comic books, they all basically have the same powers. And it's like your basic garden variety Superman grab bag of mm. flight, strength, yada, yada, blah, blah. This one, they're all specialised into one thing that they do really well. They've all yeah. got the basics, but they can all do one thing. It's a bit like a rap video. They all have like a big bucket of rented jewellery that they can put on. Yes. And then they have to give up at the end of the day. <laughs> so Marvel's D12 is... <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it really is Marvel's D12. Or Marvel's So Solid crew for the British, that's fine. Could be. Um, so... They've only got 2,186. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about the So Solid crew. I don't fucking know anything about So Solid crew. Anyway, <laughs> they, they are sent by the Celestials, which is the big robot-looking motherfuckers mm. that we saw briefly in like, Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, we've seen one of them at the very least. Yes. So they're, they're gods, but they don't want to tell you that, mm. but... They're kind of God in the same way that Arceus is. Like, yeah. eh, kind of. They're the most terrible <laughs> things we know about. So yeah. I guess they're God. Um, they send the Eternals to planets under the um, the kind of idea that they're there to help nurture any burgeoning intelligent life, yada, yada, blah, blah. And they've lived among us for millions of years and didn't bother to lend a hand with all the things we've seen in the previous 25 movies. Mm. Um, so I guess, you know, they're a bit lazy in that respect. And now we're catching up within the modern day and find out why we haven't seen them. There's a lot of excuses flying around and why they're kind of now coming more to the forefront. So it's a big scope type of movie. And I do believe the report that Kevin Feige said when he got the pitch in for this movie, he said it was the most impressive thing he ever heard. I believe the pitch because scope, yeah, you're right. 
it's up there. Oh yeah, it's execution where it fucking lacks. Because yeah. just 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 having scope and just giving scale when you've got nothing to compare it against in this film in this franchise, I guess. But also. They're introducing to a lot of shit. Mm. It's not like we've seen any of these guys scaled against anything we got at the minute. So, like, when we had The Hulk, who was the previous untouchable big bad motherfucker, yes. and he got bitched up by Thanos in the first minute of Infinity War, yeah. that immediately went, right, okay, this is the scales of power in this universe. Right. And what we thought was unbeatable is now incredibly beatable. Yes, That's what Eternals lacks, because it can't... By definition, cannot be connected to anything else we've seen before. No. Because we've not seen them before. No. And this is the problem when you want to tell an origin story, especially one this fucking long, both oh, yeah. in terms of canon and fucking runtime. Yes. That then it can't really get related to anything by the end of the movie. And that I'm talking about right to the fucking end of the movie. There is not a single returning character from no. any other film. That's, I mean, well... To be fair, that's now two on two in a row because Shang Chi only really had Bruce Banner turn up right at the end. Wong, I suppose Wong, but he's a very ineffective in the grand scheme. Of things. Yeah, again, he's more you post, can't use him as a measuring stick. No cameo type of thing. Mm. Whereas every other movie tends to have at least one hard connection back. I yeah. suppose Captain Marvel didn't. Oh no, they had returning characters in yeah, it. Yeah, they had fucking Nick Fury. In yeah, yeah, so true. Okay, so it's it's standing aside in many ways from what has come beforehand. I. You are right. It's execution that it kind of falls down on because you know what I actually think would have made this better? Mm. You're going to disagree, but hear me out. If Marvel had taken more of a hands-off approach, because I think some of its problems can be put down to the Marvel formula of we need to go and have a big speculative fight at the end. And I don't feel like if you want that, don't bring in a Mm. Chloe Zhao type. It's hard to disagree. I just don't think either of these styles fit this movie. I don't think the the standard Marvel mo- movie formula works if you want to tell no. and an literally millennia long story. No. I also don't think the director of Nomadland was a good choice. No. Because that was that was a movie that was about normal fucking people and it was still boring. And now it's like and now gods, but they're equally as fucking boring. <laughs> it doesn't work. I don't know who you would have got for this. I guess maybe the guy who did Dune. Yeah, he, he, he might have been a choice. Did a good job on June because so. it was big fucking scale in that film, and you got a good sense of it. But at least you, things we could tell you five characters and all of their motivations from June. Why don't they say fucking and give it the Wachowskis? <laughs> fucking. At least it would be interesting. Oh wait, no, they've done that. That was Jupiter Ascended. Oh, uh, uh, no, no, that's yeah, a terrible. No, movie. we can't do that. Um, hmm. No, good point. I, I guess I, I want to see the more like visionary version of this film as opposed to this kind of hodgepodge between the two that mm. we currently have but you are right that giving that you know what you're getting into bed with if you're giving that type of director this film but then it comes back to well why do we need this film mm. all these things are smaller cogs in a larger universe and I think we're going to have to wait for you to see what it does because they I, I think someone came in and said not every Marvel movie is going to get sequels mm. now whether that was them hedging against the critical reception or whatever I don't know but it's that makes me well, why 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 was this necessary for what's coming up? Mm. What is this film introducing that it needed to happen? Even if it's just a one-off, that he's then going to pay off at the end, and that's hard to do because, in all honesty, you know, again, I, I didn't mind the film. There's only one or two characters I'd even care to come back to. I don't think there's any I'd give a shit about at this I'll, point in time. I'll save one. That I think I would like to see again, mm. but let let's start with Cersei. Right. Who I guess is the main character, although I think I asked you the question, who's the main character? Yeah. It's it's very much an ensemble, but where none of them really step forward into mm. bigger roles. It kind of reads... You, you know, if this is meant to be a god film, it does feel like we're hanging out with all the least important members of the Pantheon for a while. <laughs> yeah. And there's no Zeus kicking about. Well, clearly he's in charge. Mm. It's just a lot of, like... This is like God of War 8 where you're kicking out the Jeff yeah. the God of Biscuits or whatever. <laughs> We're dealing with Hestia. Oh, fun. <laughs> Everyone enjoys Hestia and Hephaestus. Oh, fun. <laughs> Lovely. Um, it's like, oh, where's Zeus? You want a big fucker. Whereas we get Cersei. Mm. And I don't think that Gemma Chan does a bad job necessarily, but she's got to be the Keanu of the situation. Mm. And, 
and unfortunately it's a cast almost entirely full of the Keanu types. <laughs> yeah. With very few of them going above and beyond. The ones that are choosing to go in different directions, and I'm fucking like the directions anyway. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, uh, her turmoil was interesting, of being burdened with this knowledge of what the Eternals are there to do, and mm. kind of having this all thrust upon her, despite the fact she's quite clearly like the meekest of all of them. That's kind of interesting. We can't really get into that until spoilers, but it just really... Like, do you know that thing that Red Letter Media did about um, episode one? Yeah. It was like, they said people like, without saying what his job is or his name, describe Han Solo. And they go, yeah. so Qui-Gon Jinn. They go, uh. <laughs> That's Cersei. Yeah. yeah. Like, describe Thor. Describe Cersei. Uh, uh, yeah. Can turn stuff into stuff. Yep. Yeah. At one point she melts a bus i guess yeah and that's about the most impactful thing she does in the movie they flipped a bus i mean i'm kind of not really talking about the end of the movie but the fuck is there to talk about darren what does she do what does she do Um, she she, she's at the start of the movie you meet you and she's having it off with fucking john snow mm -hmm. who's in the movie by definition That is the one character I'm like, I'd like to see more out of Kit Harrington because he was quite likeable in this. Was he? I found him likeable. I'm surprised you managed to get that much of a read on him considering he was in for five minutes flat. But he was just, because he's like the norm. He literally FaceTimed one of his his fucking scenes in. He did, didn't he? He did. I found him, from the small bit we got, Mm. I found him quite likeable. And I would like to see... uh, We're going to be seeing him again. I can't talk about why he might be the worst written character. Uh, until spoilers, but we'll come, okay. to, we'll come back to it. Uh, but Cersei is boring yep. and, you know, supposedly so in love with humans, but at the first drop of her god boyfriend coming back, drops them the fuck out and is on the fucking road trip with all the god mates. I find the hypocrisy annoying. I find the fact that a god, a god, big quotation marks, got distracted by face app to be weird. I don't get what it is she loves about humanity. I really don't understand what it is. There is a very awkward scene towards the back end of the movie. I think she's in it. You can tell I didn't make that many notes because I was just fucking seeing You were angry. Um, And I'm, I'm fairly certain she's in this scene. It might be somebody else. But there's like this very incredibly tone deaf scene where it's like the worst thing that humanity can do. And even after then, Cersei's like, oh yeah, but they're all right. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Do you fair to her? I sympathise that a bit. <laughs> We're not worth saving. Look at the cheeky girls. We're all... Uh... <laughs> We've <I> mean... sinned. <laughs> what you're saying is objectively correct. So I can't really... I, I think Cersei is symptomatic of, of the main problem here. Is that there's too many characters... Hmm. If you share some of their motivation, if you like compiled some of their motivations into a fewer, like if we did, so there's eight in this? Ten. Ten, sorry, ten. If it was a solid six, mm. that can work. Yeah. I think there's so many of them with so real little to do, of, like most of them don't really have consequences. No. Because what would have been interesting is if whatever the event that, kind of separated the Eternals early on in humanity, if it had really big impacts on all of them, and it's less about the ensemble, more about following the individuals and seeing how, you know, that's an interesting story to tell. How does an immortal being sent here to kind of make sure we progress? How does that person deal with, you know, seeing the best of humanity, the worst of humanity, and over a long stress? They only really give that to one character, and he's in it the least. He turns up the latest in the film, (laughs) which is very irritating. Meanwhile, we have to hang around with fucking Icarus, who is the biggest (laughs) chad going. Fuck me. Like, Jesus Christ. He has got big, like, fucking, uh, like, spiking vibes all over him. (laughs) He is a fucking red flag (laughs) in a blue suit. He is. What does. What does Cersei see about this Starry McStair stare? His whole character is just moody. Mm. But not charming moody. No. Just just void of anything. From his first line in the movie, and I mean like canonically his first line, there's this shot, this isn't spoiling too much, there's a shot of the Eternal's big Dorito ship coming towards Earth. 
I see it as nothing else. That's a Dorito. Yep. Um, and it's coming into Earth, and they're looking over, and you know the blue marble. It's there, floating in space. Yeah, it yeah. looks serene. Cersei turns to Icarus. They've been alive for seconds, yep. and says, "It's beautiful, isn't it?" it just goes, "I'm Icarus." It's like, okay. And we're meant to believe that she is. She loved this man for. Th- Thousands of years. Yeah, millennia. Of years. They arrive like, what, Mesopotamian era? Yeah, Indus River Valley shit is happening. <laughs> the Indus River Valley civilization. <laughs> Not a Chico. <laughs> I love that video. Oh, if Bill Wurz was in this, it'd be fucking good. <laughs> so, but they have no chemistry <laughs> whatsoever. And I'm not, like, I know that Richard Madden can be a good actor. Mm. And some of what he's doing does chime with his character motivations somewhat. But, like, it doesn't make any sense in the context of, like, why would anyone follow this guy? Why would anyone love this guy? Why would anyone listen to this fucking <laughs> clear date rapist fucking thing <laughs> to happen? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, God. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, in fact, romantic relationship is something this film fails on. Oh, many, many, many it, times it is over. very, very pleased to tell you it's got the Marvel Cinematic Universe first sex scene. It's as awkward as you'd hope. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, it, but it adds nothing. It looks, it looks like the, the problem is because they've got powers, I believe that this is how it was done because it doesn't look like Cersei's there. No. So it kind of looks like Icarus is just floating about the ground. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to post a hypothesis. That was the last thing they shot because mm. they went, oh, fuck, they have no chemistry whatsoever. <laughs> how do we display that quickly? I know. <laughs> and instead, it's just two bros chilling in the desert, five feet apart because they're not gay. And it's just... <laughs> yep. That's sex noise. Yeah. Um... I wasn't sitting next to Darren for this, so I couldn't do our, our time on our tradition of just leaning over and being like, they're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay. Now, uh, oh, let, let's, let's go through the other ones. It's yep. not going to take as much time. There are others. <laughs> There's some bullet points it. we need to do here. Yeah. I think Sprite was maybe the best character. Oh. Maybe. Big punt. You're wrong, but big punt. Well, okay then. But, uh, all right then. Yeah. Who was better? <laughs> um, have we Can we talk about them at this point? Can we talk about them? Um, yeah, you know what? Druig. I think Druig was the best character. Okay, so Druig or Druig Donkey Puncher, for a reason I'm going to have to explain <laughs> later on in the in the, in the piece. Um, yeah. He's first of all, I couldn't really figure out what his accent was. Yeah, was it American? Was it Irish? Was it, was it, was it, it both? <laughs> was at it one both? point, it went Bostonian. Yeah. I'm not sure. I thought they were going to like... Bostonian is American Irish, so maybe that's like maybe actually that the ideal of what he was yeah. aiming for. But... Huh. Well, there you go. He, he, he was either doing a good job or a terrible job. I couldn't tell you yeah. which. I, I enjoyed that he was pretty much the only one that was like, <laughs> to quote Bill Wurtz again, that's bullshit. Fuck the church. Fuck everything. Here's 15 reasons why. <laughs> like, he was checked out and then some of yeah. like, no, fuck these people. I'm going to go mind wipe some of them in a fucking forest somewhere yeah. and live in a little, like, idealised village with no violence except for the shotguns they all have on hand. <laughs> so... Okay, okay. I, I, I think this thing, it's such a dead heat. Yeah. He's a race for the wooden spoon at this point. So <laughs> I, I found, like, Sprite is the most interesting because, like, I she has the most, like, emotional turmoil of anybody mm. because she's basically a child. She isn't. She's, like, been around for thousands of years. But yeah. She's the most, like, petulant. I'm not mm. saying that the character motivations always make sense. Mm. And they're a little too forgiving of her sometimes. Mm. But, like... There's a very weird paedophilia undertone to this film. Mm. Mm. Not sure I enjoyed that. But there's at least something. They made some choices with her that I at least found interesting. Hmm. The same cannot be said for Kunal and Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very quickly on Sprite. Go on. Um, because I thought she was awful. Oh. Um, I did not enjoy her performance. And Petulant Child is exactly what she came across as. Mm. I want you to remember how good Aidan Gallagher was as number five. Ah, that's a good point. About, you know, somebody who's young who can capture age. Yeah. And if we're talking about actors that can continue to do that later into their career, uh, we'll be talking about him next week. Matt Smith as the Doctor, um, oh. somebody who was 24 at the time and managed to portray somebody with 900 years of life experience. Um, Liam McHugh ain't that. 
She ain't either of these people, especially not Aidan Gallagher, who's fucking outstanding. Yes, but we can't keep comparing everybody. I can and will, Darren. He can't play everybody. Look, you compare... Did we cast him in anything? Who, Aidan Gallagher? Yeah. Oh, God, did we? He should be someone. Could he be a Nova? He he could be a Nova. That'd be fine. He's too young. He's not the right for Johnny Storm. Yeah, he's too old for... Yeah, too old for Johnny Storm. He could be Sam Alexander. I'm not saying he's too old to be Johnny Storm. He hasn't got Johnny Sorry, Storm Sorry, too young energy. to be Johnny Storm. Sorry. He hasn't got Johnny Storm energy. He ain't Johnny Storm. Hmm. You need somebody a bit more dude bro. If we were recasting Peter Parr right now, that could work if you wanted like a more cynical <laughs> arsehole Peter Parker. That could work. Oh, if it was... Uh... War Peter Parker. <laughs> if it was the Peter Parker that went... Oh, what's that run called where he ended up killing people in the end? Fuck, what's it called? Is it just called The End? The one where he's in like the, the leather jacket? That'd oh, be no. fun. I thought you were talking about Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, he'd be a good Spectacular Spider-Man. Doc no. Ock at the fucking wheel. Mm. Uh, we're not talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> that has now become my... Joe, you know, I you with Don't Worry Spider-Man suit. Yeah. That is now my thing for everything. I'm yep. really tired, Daz. Don't, Don't worry, Spider-Man, Spider-Man suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 22 days at the time of recording. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the TV spots. I don't want to yeah. see any more of it Someone now. said to me, like, oh, what's, the, what's your favourite film so far this year? I went, Spider-Man. Yeah. She went, he went, what? The first Spider-Man trailer. That's the best film of the year. <laughs> like, it's been a race for silver medal all year. <laughs> what if it's bad? It's not going to be bad. It's going to be the greatest movie of all time. Um, okay. Let's just rattle them off. Yeah. Kamal Nanjiani. Fuck him. Awful. We, we were right all along. Yep. No, he's trying to do comedy. It, it does doesn't not, work. It doesn't land once. You ain't um, got the writer, the director, or the actor for good comedy. No. It's a terrible fucking cocktail. So, fuck him off. Yep, fuck um, Kingo and his stupid friend. So, now, what was Angelina Jolie doing? Do you know what Angelina Jolie's character's problem had? It's the Professor X problem. She yeah. could solve everyone's problems, so we've got to make her mental and keep continuously knocking her out. Fucking, Fuck me. The fucking name of the thing. <laughs> Yo, I'm mad weary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the mad weary. Oh, God. <sighs> mad Maybe weary. Maybe I do hate this film. Fuck <laughs> me. So oh, she's God. just like, her power is weapons. Yep. She can like Green Lantern shit together and like just start stabbing. Yep. And her partner is Gilgamesh. Mm. But it's like, are they romantic? Are they not? Are they just good friends? It's never really no. like. And I don't mean it's it's like it's ambiguous on purpose. It's just mm. it's very badly defined what their deal yeah. is. I don't even hate Don Lee. I think he's okay. I think but he like, was fine. The thing is, he was pretty easy to understand. He likes cooking and punching things. I can get behind this. His third this. thing was Nadia Angie and Jolie. I'm like, that's a perfect life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You've done it for thousands of years. <laughs> yes, you might occasionally try and stab you, but they keep things spicy. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> just, just be like, women, applause, and that's it. Hey, <laughs> Women, be shopping. Um, <laughs> then there was Macari. Hmm. Who, again, we don't get to spend that much time with. No, it, it definitely felt like, we got Lauren Ridloff. Fucking look at us. It's like, okay, great, but what did you do with her? Diversity. She, she's been in like three good films this year. Diversity. Like, for three minutes. Yeah. All this diversity. Everybody had to learn sign language for her cameo. <laughs> um, Ajax. Yep. Zama Hayek. Yep. There. <laughs> no, no spoilers. Exits this movie very quickly. <laughs> she, she's apparently signed a very long contract with Marvel. Mm. Don't know where the main turn. Or the paper was long, or the terms. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what she meant. <laughs> We've interpreted it wrong. It's just paragraphs of no, really, you die in the first minute. <laughs> spoilers, Michael. She, oh fucking. Who gives a fuck? Dinner. Right now, fastest. The one character mm. that I thought has dramatic storyline potential. When he was introduced, hell yeah. And the one scene he has where it's like, oh, that would have been a tasty nugget if it was an hour fucking earlier in the film. Yep. So obviously, so, um, Fastos is, um, the, he's like the inventor guy. He can mm. create these things with the Eternals, like generic power energy thing and manifest them. So he's obviously helped humanity to um, progress. Mm. And he's there in Hiroshima when they drop the bomb. That's the scene I was talking about. The most tone-deaf scene in all of the MCU. But, uh, oh no, this is my fault. Fuck off. No, but, 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 but like, in that kind of Oppenheimer way, I was like, he, yeah. he can feel that he did this. How is it that the epic rap battles of history handled the atomic bomb better than the Eternals? 
Well, and he was facing Thanos, very nice. Listening to you took everything I had left. Oh man! That's so, I, I think that's a, that's a narrative rich field to fucking play. This has been so much better as a Disney Plus series. Mm. So, having a guy see his inventions in some roundabout manner, mm. do that, and then have to be okay with looking after them because he doesn't go full druid. But there's also it feels like there's a narrative gap where he goes from that. So all of a sudden he's married with a kid. Yeah. Like, well, how did you go from these people are unforgivable monsters mm. to banging one of them? I, mean, I don't get... There's a narrative dissonance there yep. that they don't really address. And also, the only person who apparently did not know that their romantic partner was an Eternal, Jon Snow. <laughs> Everybody else, it's like the it's on their Tinder profile. <laughs> like, you've put your age down as 8,500. Is that a typo? About no. that. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I, he this cock mechanically made. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck machines. <laughs> they are fuck machines. Oh my god. Hmm. So God, you could just rename this film "Fucking Sex Bots" and it wouldn't. God, they are sex bots. Wouldn't make a difference, would it? Oh, that's uh, they've got all the personality. Let's so, you stay. Know. Off, let's stay off. Um, let, let let's stay off deviant art for a few months. I mean, stay off deviant art forever. But speaking you know. of deviants. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we've got some generic CGI bad guys to deal with. Um, that do nothing. They're like, well, I don't know if it's like interesting what they've done. If they, they so they, they're more bestial than like, you know, some of the other generic bad guys we've had. Like um, mm. the... I mean, they're not Malekith. So you no, know. but they're not like Dark Elves. They're, they're like animals, basically. But... Mm. They have shown the ability to evolve. One of them becomes like sentient and can speak and walks and talks like us. I just want to do this right now. Name that character. Oh, fuck. Uh, He's the villain gr- of the film. Gr- I feel like it begins with a GR. No, crew? Crew? <laughs> now, you're trying to pull on your comics knowledge, but what? they didn't say it in the film. What is it? It's Ko. K H O. Right. He's the villain, at least for like two thirds of the film. He's the villain yeah. of the film. <laughs> you see how this narratively falls a fucking part when you think about it. Yeah, it's coming down to this, Michael. Don't worry. Um, Yay! So I'm doing it. They're just. It, I, I would have genuinely preferred if they were like almost exactly like the Eternals, mm. like humanistic in nature, but just bad. So like, lots of little mini Thanoses running around. That's more narratively interesting of them like not being actual monsters, mm. but like being like a Loki type or a little finger type in Game of Thrones. And just yeah. like they weren't trying to nurture intelligent life; they were trying to, um, you know, make it deviant. It's even better if like they're masquerading as humans because then the Eternals like, ah, oh, we fucking love humans, but some of them are evil, and yes. then you've got a tale about morality. Yes, and that they, you know, because then the Eternals. We're gonna have to talk about spoilers in a second. Yeah. But there, there is then a very narrative through line you can do of like, you know, evil and good and all that balance and stuff. They just don't do because they're just like, oh, they're just generic CGI tiger things yeah. uh, for the most part. So, yeah, missed opportunity there. Um, now, is there anything else? Have we talked about all ten of them now? Right, here we go. Cersei, can you name all of them? Cersei, Icarus, Sprite, Makari, Gilgamesh, Thena, uh, Druig... Ajax. We've kind of not really talked about Ajax. She was there. Uh, Fastos we've talked Fastos. about. And the tenth guy. <laughs> right, there's five men and five women. Yep. There's, on the dude side, Icarus. This is just proving how little we actually get. Yep. Icarus, Fastos, Druig, Gilgamesh, and Kingo. Oh yeah, Kingo. There you we go. We forgot about Kingo. We, there it is. I mean, it's better if the world forgets about Kingo. And his little manservant dude. Arjun, I think. It just felt like a fucking really bad Mike Myers movie had turned up in the middle of the Eternals. Yeah, or like we've we've translated Borat. It was just yes. (laughs) How much of this was as as Yegabagatov or whatever his name was just following the the funny dude around with the camera. I oh, it's so interesting. You know that they're going to release that either that film that they're making in that film. So Arjun's oh yes stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. either they're going to release that and it's going to be a big fucking yuck, or that's or it's key plot points for the phase four of this fucking franchise, and I'm scared that it's that one. 
Well, this is the thing. It, we had often like w- wondered what would happen if they royally shit the bed with a movie, and then like so irreversibly bad that no one's going to care about it going forward. Yep. What's the plan? Because hmm. so far they haven't had to deviate from the course too much. Hmm. I mean, they're going to have to do that with the Black Panther sequel for unfortunate reasons. But yes. like, and apparently they're doing major reshoots for Got Multiverse Strange. of Madness. Yeah, so that which, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not saying these two events are connected. No, no, no. But I mean, maybe. So, well, how quickly can you actually course correct? Because hmm. um, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania finished filming today. Yep. So that is not enough time for that to have major reworkings for the sake of, well, we need to get some of the eternal stuff out of there. Mm. I I don't know, but, oh, yeah, it's... Now, I do only have one more point to make. Do you have anything else you want to mention before we get to spoilers? Um, There is very much... If you know what a Chloe Zhao movie looks like, this cinematography mm. is exactly that. And I've seen it heavily praised, but I don't fucking get it. It's just vistas and boring people. I don't understand the <laughs> appeal. I just don't get... Like... June yeah. did the exact same shit and I cared about how good it looked and I cared about the scale and I cared about the people in the frame. Yeah. I don't get any of that in this. It's it's Nomadland with fucking flying people. It's better than Nomadland. In the... I had to watch it. I had to watch both of them. I had to be a force through two Chloe Zhao movies this year. You're going to for the rest of your life. I mean, she's not going away. Anymore, no, she fucking isn't. She's was it the second woman ever to win Best Director, mm-hmm. and I don't fucking think she was that good. No, but you're gonna have to keep watching it if you want to keep up with your little Oscar thing. I know your little Oscar. My thing. little Oscar. Um, thing. <laughs> now I hear all that. You can't keep getting away. Just I oh hear God. all your points. It's the Ryan Johnson problem. It is the Ryan Johnson. Right. She's she's ruined something I care about very much. And also tried to be an artist and wasn't very good. I, I feel the same way about Ryan Johnson that I do about Chloe Zhao. Because, you know, Knives Out and Nomadland. Like, Knives Out, on paper, that cast, that story, I'm down. In execution, bag of wank. Nomadland, a, a very different take on, yeah. a, on, on, on a, an Oscar movie, telling a very unique story, telling it in a very unique way. In execution, fucking painfully boring. Yeah. And then you've got this in The Last Jedi. You know, you've got these these entries in long-running franchises that mm. people actually give a fuck about doing stuff that nobody actually gives a fuck about. No. I mean, I guess maybe The Last Jedi is technically better because it included the characters you care about. I mean, that's but still this, arguable. No, but this, is a, this is a swing and a miss that I don't care about. They haven't messed up any sacred characters, you know, fucking... No, they've got... We, Wolverine has not been burdened with this movie. No, we've know. wasted the Eternals. No one's going to give a you, shit. There was no wasting of the Eternals. No. no. Exactly, yeah. No one's going to bat an eyelid. But, I, this, but they, they've taken... Like, the MCU, like, for all of its faults, for, for, yes. the, for the missteps it took, for the... You know, early on when we had casting problems, when mm. The Incredible Hulk was pretty much dead in the water yeah. and we've had no Hulk things before that. After we had two back-to-back God awful movies in Iron Man three and God they were back to back weren't they Yeah oh. yeah Iron Man th- yeah twenty thirteen was not a good year Iron Man three Thor the Dark World back to fucking back and then the next year it was Guardians and Captain America so yeah, made up for it well, Yeah right? yeah exactly for all the stumbles it took to get here we they built something and now it feels like I'm just gonna say it I know we haven't seen Spider Man yet this is Marvel's worst year. Like, just purely because of the amount of stuff they've put out and the amount of misses they've had. Falcon of the Winter Soldier, miss. Bi- big miss. Black Widow, big miss. I, fine. It was all right. Eternals, big miss. Mm. What if? Not as impactful as Ye- people would yeah. have thought. So is that saying that they've only so far achieved Shang-Chi G- and WandaVision? And WandaVision. That's it. I it's mean, still, well, Hawkeye's... jury's out on Hawkeye. Hawkeye's here. Um, and we've still got Spider-Man to go. Mm. And I've no doubt that that will save... Whatever this fucking bad view is. <laughs> now, I hear all your criticisms, Michael. I hear them and I accept them. Mm. But it did have, feels like the first time by Foreigner over the final credits. Yeah. Therefore, film of the year. <laughs> Magic Mike has feels like the, the first rules. time by the foreign by Foreigner over the top. So, you know, I don't make the rules, but it made me very happy. <laughs> Didn't you think like something was like wrong and you looked over and like, what's up with him? And I was just... 
belting yeah. out. I thought I was like, how did he enjoy this? And then, then I realised, oh, you just like foreign. It's <laughs> like the first time. <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. love that song. <laughs> um, right, spoilers. Okay, so we've already talked about Ajax getting shit canned in the first act. Fucked off. Yep. And this is a problem with this film. It fucking kills a lot of its characters off. Yeah, so um, Gilgamesh, yep. dead. Um, Ajax, dead. Ajax, dead. Sprite, <laughs> not dead, but no longer in Eternal. No longer in Eternal. Icarus, dead. <laughs> oh, Icarus did the best fucking exit. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's Icarus. Yeah. He went one better than flying too close to the sun <laughs> and just went into the fucking... <laughs> That's going to be the best, you know, like the nope gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking off he goes. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> he died on his way back to his own planet. He pooched out of the franchise. <laughs> stuff to enjoy about this, Mike. There is. There is stuff to enjoy about uh, this. Yeah, they don't really. So let's get to the, the, the who, what and what all. Yes. So, the reason the deviants would have been interesting if they'd subverted them slightly and made them just like deviant versions of the Eternals, not mm. big monster things, is that obviously the grand plan is revealed by the Celestial. Mm. That Arjun, whatever his fucking name was. No, Arjun was the guy with the camera. Oh, what was this guy's name? Artem? Ar- Ar- Artemis. Aramis. Aramis. Alan. Alan. Big Al. Alan. So Alan tells him. I, I hope I win that competition based entirely off Alan. For, for context, there is a Jurassic Park com- competition. Yeah, I want to win the Xbox. Yes, um, and Jurassic World Evolution Two. And Jurassic World Evolution Two. I can't wait to say you made in the end of you. <laughs> I've had some adventures. On that <laughs> and it was uh, uh, put forward your favourite moment from the Jurassic Park series. You fucking crazy. Alan. <laughs> oh. So Big Al, yep. which is also my dad's nickname, <laughs> he, he tells, um, basically he lets the cat out of the bag. of like, look, you are there to help breed intelligent life, mm. but for the purposes of hatching another Eternal. Mm. So inside a core is like an Eternal egg, mm. and it needs life energy to, um, to live. It needs a lot of it to kind of absorb that energy, and then boom, out he comes. Planet mm. is wasted in the fucking thing, but... Yeah. Obviously, they're big picture dudes. They don't really give a shit about these planets. And like that's then the big moral conjure for the rest of the movie. You have some, like Cersei, who are very much like, well, we need to stop this. Mm. And um, Ajax was as well. Because mm. she's like, well, don't you think the planet that produced the people that saved half the universe... Yeah. deserves to live oh the hand waving they do as to why they didn't get involved with Thanos is fucking yeah cause we, were, we were told not to get involved unless it was a deviant it's like but you got plenty involved when you were giving them the plans for the atom bomb so yeah the fuck guys that meme where it's like um, where you know we basically when we know in this movie that uh, that the Thanos is basically from the same pot as these yes. guys. Yes. It's just that fucking meme of David Tennant giving Jessica Jones the uh, the death stare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, why didn't you step in? I, I don't know. But again, it's getting, well. I I I have to defend it because it's basically what they're going to have to do about the mutants. Here's a question: Did they get snapped? Did all of them get snapped? Well, we don't know, do we? They we never explain. never answer the question. That'd be nice. I feel like everybody going forward is going to have to clarify their, like, fucking... It's like having a fucking COVID vaccine card <laughs> in your pocket. Like, I'm a snap too. Um, so that's basically why Icarus kills it, because mm. Ajax starts having the, like, second thoughts about what they're doing. But Icarus is, like, militant. No, I will fucking do my job yeah. to the best of my abilities. Giga Chad. Yes, fucking yeah. <laughs> Giga Chad. <laughs> Ikachad. There we go. Ikachad. So Ikachad just fucking just no, there's some deviants I found fucking eat her. Um oh, what was he what was it he did? Because like he didn't He didn't directly kill her, did he? He just kind of literally threw her to the well, wolves. They said like because of global warming, some ice has melted and some frozen deviants have been there and he just chucks her in there to get eaten. Because yeah. she can only like heal things. Mm. She's not really combative like the other ones are. It um, muddies the waters with what the, the deviants are supposed to be, though, because it very much sounded like fucking Big Al was out yes. having an experiment mm. and accidentally, it's like, it's literally the fucking Powerpuff Girls problem of yes. little do you know, he added a secret ingredient to the concoction, Chemical X, yep. and just, and they're evil. 
And yeah. he, so he kind of tells Cersei, and it's all part of the same fucking Lord dump. Yes. It's like, you're basically there to police the mistake I made and also yes. to hatch a new me. Now, it would have been interesting if instead of them being beasts, because like, they were, in law, the Deviants were created first in order to go into any planet with intelligent life and just wipe out the Predators so they had time to fucking... Think. But obviously they became Predators and it lost in their programming what they needed to do and they just keep kept eating everybody. Mm. So, now, there is an interesting thing coming up with that because on the Skrull planet, the Skrulls are evolved from the Deviants. Mm. The Deviants won out and killed basically everything and then just turned into the Skrulls. That's interesting. However... It would have been more interesting here if they were humanoid and deceitful mm. and the Eternals were there to balance that out. It's less than fighting a load of monsters, which admittedly is not as visually interesting, but I felt like we were going for character in this one. Yeah. It'd be more interesting that, you know, had they let the Deviants get away with what they were doing and maybe suppressed human life and not really let it to grow, mm. they never wouldn't be facing the problem of, oh, fuck, a, a Celestial's about to you then would have had a big bag of mulligans for any character that any that like anybody attached to this that you killed off. Oh no, you didn't kill me. You killed the deviant version of me. You, you could have had all, all of this shit. You could have talked yeah. about the duality of man. Yes. You could have done any of this. Yeah, maybe stuff. they did that because they're going to do like secret invasion, and maybe that's too close to what they're about to do. Possibly, but that's a more narratively interesting thing than they're just big animal mm. things. And they tried later on with Co. That's that guy Co. <laughs> to. Um, who they got Bill Skarsgård in to do. <laughs> they wasted Bill Skarsgård on this. The man made to be towed. <laughs> oh my God, is he made to be towed? Yeah. Holy shit. And now they can't do that. Well. I mean, Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan has mm. been in this. So. I like how they, oh, they very much don't. They didn't have to address that. And they're, they do, they're not going to address oh, God, that. no. Because, you know, the, they literally don't have enough Asian actors on the no. uh, phone book, apparently. And they spunked them all on Shang-Chi. Yeah, they fucking did. <laughs> so, that would have been more narratively interesting. The big problem, though, is that bit of the Marvel formula. Is that it has to come down to a big fight. Now, visually, hmm. a celestial punching through a fucking archipelago and having people fighting on top of it visually very interesting. It's basically Dragon Ball Z. It's it like is. two halves of Dragon Ball Z. The one half was in Shang-Chi, the yes. other half's here. But it's because you don't really care about the characters because you haven't given much to care about. They're more just kind of props for the story to be told through as opposed to actually individually interesting. Mm. It just devolves into a big fight, a big CGI fest of all fucking whacking on each other. And I know that's most Marvel movies, but this is the one I felt like they could have got away with doing it differently. Yeah, because of the scale, this literal, like you say, the scope and the scale yes. of everything, they could have had something that felt a bit more, holy fuck, we're not going to see this yeah. from any other character and they didn't do that fastos is batman in that last fight yes. he's literally there to hold down superman yeah that's his purpose and i think the justice league comparisons could go on yeah you've got the speedster you've got the one who can make weapon constructs yeah all of these fucking things i mean you don't really have a cyborg you've got a mind you've you got a, a mind, mind controller person mind yeah. person you don't have someone from space, which means you don't King have... King a... Golden kind of shoot like Cyborg can, because he's got, like, shooty powers. We'll go with that. Okay. Then you've got the big fucking strong guy. You've got the Superman standing. Yeah. yeah. You've got all these characters. And it's the exact same problem as in the DCEU. It mm. doesn't fucking feel important. No, and I don't know how you've managed to do that, considering the entire planet is at risk of being fucking punched through by a <laughs> celestial. I mean... I hate to say it, when you break it down, this last act is basically pro-abortion. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, man. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> oh, wow. It's the pro-choice movie we all asked for. Feels like the first time. <laughs> right, that's beautiful. They have um, bought a god. That's what this fucking film is. It's weird. It's wow. real weird. And they took an out an out concept like that and somehow made it fucking boring. Because I don't give a shit about any of these people. And they're, they're very much teasing. Some of them are captured. Some of them are dead. Some of yeah. them... They, they, all, they all go... I mean, the vast bulk of the movie is just getting the gang back together. It's the, fu- yeah. it's the fucking Scooby-Doo show. It really most is. Most of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they get to the interesting stuff. Let's, you know, let's abort a god. Yeah. Let's have a, let's throw mountains at each other. Yes. 
Um, I'm a kid and in love with an adult, which is never not creepy. Oh, that is weird. I, I don't care that it's the other way round. Like, I fucking don't like no, that. I'll get that. And and I know there was very much a point of like, oh, I've lived for millennia, but people still think I'm a kid. It's like, you're still a 12-year-old saying you want to fuck Richard Madden. It's weird. If this is a Michael Bay film, she would have had like a card or something in, in her purse ready to go that explains that it's fine if yeah. they go to this country. Oh, it's, yeah. Like in fucking fuck. the weirdest scene in possibly cinema history. <laughs> where Michael, ba- Michael Bay had to literally get the law involved to fucking shoot a 16-year-old with a fucking steady cam. What's up, my dudes? It's not statutory rape in these countries. <laughs> <laughs> That's two rape jokes we've made. This is bad, yeah. Joey. Um, so, well, I mean, they brought up the, the, the weird concepts in this movie. Now, the last scene before we get to the post-credits, mm. visually quite interesting, because Big Al turns <laughs> Big Al parts the clouds. And it's like, a, that's two teases in as many months of, this is what Galactus will look like. Because mm. he just turns up in the sky, <laughs> and everyone's like, holy just, fuck! Just Big Al, it's like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I want to see the shot. From like Australia, which is these big feet. <laughs> All the thing is, he's quite big. It might just be his junk. <laughs> Mexico is just staring straight at that dude's ding. <laughs> a massive one day, a big cross <laughs> They told me the devil would be hard to resist. <laughs> you got to think it's to scale, right? It'd look weird if it weren't to mm. scale. Anyway, it's a big help. Do you think he's smooth like a Ken doll? Or like... You'd think so, right? But they don't fuck, so you know. No, that's the thing I want to see. A fucking 400 mile dick just swinging in the breeze. It's like Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, big old space <laughs> For all the people of Mexico, there you go. Oh, God. Right, so that's quite visually impressive. And then, yeah, she, he nicks Cersei, Kingo... And another one. Who's the other one? Oh, Macar- now, Macari, Druig, and Thena go off. They're on the space to Rio. So, right, who, right. Ajax, Gilgamesh, Icarus, dead. Yeah, three dead. So, Druig... Oh, Sprite's not an Eternal. Sprite's not an Eternal. Druig... Um, Druig, Macari, and someone Thena else. Thena are, are on the, the space to Rio. Space being, so, that means it's Cerse- Kingo, Cersei. Kingo, Cersei. Is, it, is there anyone else? Is that it? Fastus? Fastos, it's Fastos. Okay, yeah, yeah. They get kidnapped and he's like, I will, you know, fair enough. Mm. What he did wasn't great, but you know, you've shown great sacrifice for this thing. I will, because he's the judge, yeah. he will be back soon to lay judgment on them and he will use their memories of us all over time mm. to to do that. So that doesn't bode well for us. No. So, you know, mm. we did Noel's house party. We definitely <laughs> deserve to get fucking... Wiped out for that. Um, We're responsible for all the worst things in history. We made TikTok. <laughs> nuclear nuclear war. And, well, I mean, not yet. Nuclear <laughs> nuclear bombs at the very least. Apartheid segregation. And, of course, fucking... <laughs> God, what's the funniest TV show to slot in as part of this? Uh, <laughs> um, Love Island. There, there we go. you go. I mean, that's the correct answer. It's not the funniest answer. I was say Jackass, but that might save us. Oh, my God. <laughs> How is it that I'm looking forward to Jackass? I can't wait. I'm just going to watch a bunch of 50-year-old men displace the hips. <laughs> for our pleasure. <laughs> right, let's talk about the two objectionly interesting things in this movie. The two post-credit scenes. I couldn't be more annoyed. Really? Why the fuck is Patton Oswalt here? Oh, oh, yeah, that was a bit weird. So, um, Thena, Makari, and Druig. Druig, Donkey Puncher, by the way. Druig, the Donkey Puncher, who's also fucking Makari. Totally is, but that's... Also was being flagged as the villain. Super hard. <laughs> and they went back on that. Although, again, does Donkey Punch somebody in this movie? Because <laughs> he doesn't remember who it is. There's some... It's, it might be Sprite. So, they're fighting somebody. It might oh, be Icarus. Yeah. And he just full-on punches him in the back of the head as hard as he can. <laughs> We didn't talk about the fact that Kingo literally pieces out of the entire third act. Well, that's what I was going to get to. So narratively, like it gets a bit interesting in the end, real quick, because some of them are pro-saving everybody, some of them are against it. Kingo's like... <laughs> some of them are pro-abortion, some of them ain't. Yes. As Kingo's like, I'm not getting involved in this. Bye! And he's like off for the <laughs> oh, entire... Oh no, my, my, my screen time ran out. I mean, but I'll I be in my trailer. Because it meant less Kunal Ninjani. Yes. So that's good. That's true. Um, so, they're on the ship... 
and a troll turns up, mm. a leprechaun turns up, mm. voiced by Patton Oswalt. Do you not like Patton Oswalt? No. Why? I don't find he's him in very a lot. funny. He's in a lot of things. He's in a lot. I don't mind him, but he's playing Pip the Troll, which mm. is what everybody and their moms thought Peter Dinklage was going to be in. Uh, because because we're all Infinity because we're all dreadful people. Yes. Don't that he was a giant. So <laughs> fuck you. And he announces the arrival. Of Star Fox into the Marvel Universe. And not the good one from Nintendo. Doesn't matter. Oh, that would have been a hell of a fucking turn. Could you imagine? No, it's Harry Styles. He's here, thanks to Twitter. As Thanos' brother. Now, Rachel was like, so why have they, of all people, why have you got Harry Styles? I was like, right, Star Fox's character list is this. Hot Fox. <laughs> that is true. That's his, that is his character As far as casting goes, fucking bang on. I still, well I still feel like they could have actually got, you know, an actor. That would have been nice. Well, he's been in a few things. He was in 1917. No, he wasn't. He was in Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Um, and that's it. And so on. <laughs> and many more. <laughs> <laughs> he's an interesting dude. Uh, like in a weird... Like, he's I mean, like, he's he's, All right. But, but again... Imagine if Handsome B. Wonderful had turned up as uh, Eros. Who from... From oh fuck from that Hollywood. That's the one, yeah. No, he's Superman, bro. He well, he's very handsome. And I imagine he fucks. <laughs> yeah, this so, is handsome fucks. Yeah, Henry Cavill, handsome fucks. He does, yeah, all right. I mean, he games before Harry he Cavill, fucks. Yeah, handsome, be wonderful. Could have. Mm, no, he's he's Superman. So I, I'm okay with it. I'm like, well, that's an interesting choice. It just kind of means that we're gonna get more of him, and I want more. I want more of this character. I don't really like Star Fox in the book. Oh, yeah, like, it's weird. Like that... you say, two character traits, which admittedly is two more than anybody else in this film. But, you know. But if this can lead to... Because Thanos gets name-dropped a lot in this film. Understandably, because I they have feel... to explain why they didn't stop him. I feel like there was a version of this, because I feel like the bloke who created Thanos said he was going to be in this movie, but maybe like a younger version. So I don't know if that's a cut scene somewhere, like they were going to do... Like Thanos family history, because I mean, in the comic books, Grandmaster and the Collector are his brothers or his uncles, someone like that. And like again, they've they've gone different with the Eternals. Didn't mention this that they're not real; they're robots. Yeah, they're robots. They are synthesoids. So they they're basically just a fuck ton of visions. um, Yeah, but less interesting, Um, and with less good powers. Yeah. Anyway, they. in the comic books, at least, like Thanos and uh, Athena are mm. related. They're like first cousins or something. Mm. They're doing away with that. But if they're putting the pieces into, like, maybe do a Thanos standalone thing. See, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. If that's the Eternal sequel, I don't know how that works. Maybe that doesn't work. Thanos is dead. We get a multiverse soon. <laughs> we are getting a multiverse. We can always soon. get Thanos back. Mm. Everyone can come back. I mean, Infinite Ultron is there. We've mm. had him. I mean, I, I know he's been shrunk to the size of a pea, but he's there. He's he's right there. I'm well, just saying, we could fix Ultron in live action. We don't have to live with the James Spader version. You know, we keep trying to fix Dark World, and I don't feel there's any point to that. But fixing Ultron, that could be good. I'm in. So, good. But the, the only thing I've ever really given any second thought to is the second scene mm. that came out of it. So, Kit Harrington, um, <laughs> who... The entire film. Oh god, there's a fucking the the bit where he kind of zooms in yes. into the movie and he's like, I've been looking at my family history and me and you are like, we know damn well where this is going. Yes. But everybody else, no, no one else. is like Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to elaborate? And then right at the very end, I've got something to tell you. Yoink. Oh, <laughs> the worst wasted character. I feel like he was your in. I think there's a version of this movie. Where he's more prominent. Yeah, he's more prominent. I, I, like, I just really found him likeable. Because I feel like I've seen Kit Harrington in other things that aren't Game of Thrones. And thought, fuck me. He mm. needs to... He can, he can do one. He's not interested. Yep. But I actually found him quite likeable here. And it's clear he's going forward. Because he's got a magic sword. He's got the ebony blade. It's there. He's the, the, the black knight he's in the Dane, comics. He's Dane in, Whitman. He, I mean, he's a dude called Dane in this movie, but he's Dane Whitman in the movies after Who this. I cast as Death Patel. Yep. So a bit wider than Mark there. That would have been so much better. But, right, so, as you'll remember, when I did my MI13 movie... A great pitch. I had Black Knight in there. Yep. He's around. I had Captain Britain. Mm. That's fine. It's a question mark. I had Blade in there. You did. Blade. T- well, Blade doesn't turn up. In so much that Mahershala Ali zoomed in to do one piece of dialogue and everyone went, that's the thing everyone's talking about is, oh fuck, Blade's here. Yeah, 
question quotation marks because you don't see him. No, you hear him, but mm. it seems he's on the recruit. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, give me that film. <laughs> I just want Blade and fucking. Well, we're probably going to get Morbius soon because they're costing everything up. I now went up, no. but you don't want to. You don't want to watch Blade, Dane Whitman's Black Knight, Morbius. Who else is there? Punisher. Mm. If there's a god. Um, so you think you're more of a more of a Marvel Knight situation? I am. Okay. Ghost Rider, he's back under the fold now. That he Hulu is. show didn't really go anywhere. We can do so. that. Although, I think if we're gonna, if they end up doing Ghost Rider, you know they're just they're gonna do that thing of oh, Cosmic Ghost Rider worked in the books, and it's gonna be mm. fucking John Bernthal. Which oh, yeah. I just want the Punisher oh, back. I just want Punisher back. Yeah, I still think my idea for the Punisher. Is the best idea. What was your idea for the Punisher? Which is, you had no idea for the Punisher. My idea for the Punisher, Punisher series before it came out mm. was it's it's an anthology series. It's ten episodes of just you finding about the worst kind of people, and in the last five minutes, the Punisher shows up and kills them all, and that's it. <laughs> There's no through line. It's just fucked up shit happens, and then the Punisher shows up. <laughs> It's a clean house. And you can have like a plot going through them, although I prefer it as an anthology series. I'm just telling you about all the world's evils and how, the, you know, all the systems that our society's created that's evil. And then the Punisher comes in <laughs> and just vomits bullets at them and that's the end. I could be down for that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you've told me about it, Michael. This isn't a very good film, is it? I still maintain, no. given the choice between watching The Eternals and Captain Marvel, I'm still going to choose The Eternals. The Eternals, at least, is not as smug. And I feel like, after only seeing Captain Marvel maybe twice, I feel like I've seen it far too many times. Mm. As I feel like there might be... There's enough interesting ideas here that none of them get fully extrapolated out. No. But as a think piece, this is more interesting than a very, very vanilla, straightforward Captain Marvel movie. Mm. So You've got to ask the question. Mm. It didn't work, right? No. So, commercially... It's doing fine, but not good for a Marvel movie. No, critically, it's all over the fucking shop. Not shot. doing well. The audience scores not great. Yeah. It's not like you could play this as a Justice League scenario and go, "Well, the fans loved it." No, because they didn't. No, they did not. They're they're selling so much merch for this, mm. and I don't see any of it flying off. You know what? Sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you off midpoint, but I had a note on not on this, where I was like, "Do you know what this would have been really good as?" Mm. A subversion of the villain origin story mm. of these people are bad guys and we spend the whole movie with them and it's like the last five minutes that it turns out, oh, fuck, they're the bad guys and they just start murdering everybody. Because <laughs> that's in a very interesting team for the Avengers to go and fight. Yeah. These people that are, you know, these people as bad guys would be terrifying. Mm. They are eternal. They are super powered and they've got the Celestials on their side. That's an interesting fight. That did happen. So, the uh, well, I can see where you're driving at, but how do we course correct? A good question because ultimately like you said it's a bunch of characters nobody gives a fuck about and yeah they're very unrelated to everything that's going on mm. like you can't deny the big Al turning up and I feel like that's something they will have to eventually come back to but it oh, doesn't yeah. necessarily you've, have to be you've still got aborted baby hand popping out of the ocean you can't undo that no. and big Al turned up he did so you know so how do you fix this well where okay. do we go now you can inhumans it and just pretend it didn't happen you could which is one thing I think if you just have if if I forgot the Inhumans is still ten is it canon? It's canon in the same way that Shield is canon, yeah. and not really. You can't take one and not have the other. Kind of, mm. it's probably as best it can do. Like they're going to be cherry picking. I mean, if all if all rumors are true and they're going to be cherry picking stuff from the Netflix series, then maybe. But well, anyway. I think the, 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 with the multiverse stuff, they've just written themselves. Uh, an excuse uh, to get them all in. An excuse to cherry pick as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, well, Iron Fist didn't fucking work, so here's Shang-Chi, but we will have Daredevil back. Yes. Mm. But this is like one of their big films. Yeah. This is so hard to ignore. Inhumans was on TV. Well, what I'm saying is, if. if well, this is a th- the, the, the only problem with this is Galactus. Because if they were like, right, we're just going to make the Celestials the bad guys now. Well, one, they're going to have to kill God, so that's bad. Mm. Um, two, we. If Two, you... the top is contains potassium benzoate. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> but you mean no eternal sequel? Mm. That's good. That's good. So if he turns up and he's like, right, we're going to fight him. But then that's like, well, 
That's Galactus. Yeah. Would you not rather see Galactus do that than would, fucking be out? Yeah. Like, would you not that be the, the phone everybody stuff rather than yeah. an eternal sequel? So, it's a... I do think, especially now they've whittled the numbers down a bit, it's not unsalvageable. The question is whether it's commercially salvageable. Mm. I think narratively there's still interesting stuff you can do with these people, although you've kind of spunked all the good stuff already and it didn't really work. I, I think... If you're going to pivot, pivot into a Disney Plus series. Yeah. Downgrade it, take the narrative pressure off of it, and just have it more character-driven, more focused, and have it there. Mm. It should have been there anyway, because save the movies for the people that... I'm not saying save it for exclusive for characters that people care about, but like, what was the purpose of this movie? Mm. Like, why, like, Gardens of the Galaxy no one cared about, but you were so confident in what you were doing, and they were going to be fun. Mm. At the very least, they're going for comedy, nice and easy. Big fucking thought things. Maybe you don't have the budget to do this on Disney Plus, and that's why they had to do it as a film. But it's very questionable in retrospect when mm. you've got so many characters that you still haven't touched yet that you could do this with. Do a scroll series. I know they're doing Secret Invasion, but do Crawls versus the Cree. That would have been interesting. Just why? There yeah. has to be a reason. And now we've got to wait a few years to figure out what that reason actually fucking was. Well, this is the problem. What was, what's, what's the series where it felt like this had to be out? What if? Mm. It felt like you needed to be out for mm. a reason. This is a failure. And it needed to be out for why. That's the bit I haven't figured out yet. Well, Ian, multiverse is coming up and they could just say, nope, the Eternals have gone into the wormhole. Oh no, my Eternals. <laughs> they, <laughs> they died on the way back to the home <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Goodbye. That's it. They could do this, but oh, I don't know. But let's hope it's a while before we have to think about the Eternals. Again. Let's hope so. You can go and find me on Twitch and Instagram at that Michael, and you can go and find Darren on Twitch and Instagram at the Gutridge. You can go and find us on the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the username Fowley and T. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up your RSS feeds under Fowley and T or Fowley and T Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, go to FowleyandTamer.com. For everything else, it's coming up to the end of the year. I've got a lot of lists. I've had to oh. expand my game list to 10 because I've played that many good ones. It's been a good year for games. Holy Sweet. shit. Yeah, so it's looking like these are all the things we can have for the end of the year. Um, if you've missed them, we have reviews of... Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we do? if you like Marvel, the Shang-Chi, Black Widow, uh, What If, and obviously Hawkeye will be coming up. What have we just watched this year? Dune! We did Dune! Yeah, we did Dune. Last June. Let's um, call the whole thing off. We've got a new pitch episode out that you can go and listen to where we draft our ideal Smash Bros. games. And before the end of the year, we will have, hopefully... I mean, I'm getting Ghostbusters Afterlife watch. Yeah, I'm going to do that as well. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Hawkeye, yep. also before the end of the year. And then I think that's probably... Kingsman, maybe? Hopefully we've got time before the end of the, the year. Book of Boba Fett is starting, but not finishing no, this so year. We'll have that till the new year, but lots still to come over. And yeah, the end of year stuff is always the best. Yeah. So. Oh, the the, the um, I've got to tell you, I forgot to tell you. Um, my wife came up with a better idea for the end of year draft. I'm oh. going to talk to you about it off. Hello. Off, off podcast because I want to save it for when people hear it. Okay. Here we go. If that's not a tease to get you hooked, I don't know what is. Bye everybody. Bye everybody. This movie's up. Oh,